So you know you need insurance. Well, today's episode is about how to get it right and how to get it for less. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. And welcome to another episode of the Tradies Business Show. And Warwick, we are a quarter of a century old today. The Big 25, I remember it like it was yesterday. Well, it was, wasn't it? Oh, I was talking about my 25th. Oh. I don't remember the party that much. <laughs> anyway, thanks for uh, sticking with us, listeners. Great to, to hit another milestone. And they said we'd never last. That's right. That's right. Now, one of the biggest things we hear from tradies is issues around cash flow and getting payment out of customers. And so we're really happy to have Myob Pay Direct as a supporter of the show and their mobile payment solution. That's right. And uh, look, one of the easiest ways to improve your cash flow is to get paid on the spot when you've done a job. So with the PayDirect solution, you can get paid at the client's premises. Uh, it's got a cool little card reader that talks to your smartphone and you can pretty much just swipe the client's card through it, FPOS uh, or, or credit card and um, get paid on the spot. So uh, thank you to MYB for supporting that. And if you want to find out more about it, go to tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash MYOB. And we thought also we would check out a few reviews of the mm. show, which we haven't done for a little mm. while. So listen out at the end and we'll read some of our wonderful reviews out. <laughs> the report card <laughs> is uh, still rolling in. But uh, today's episode, uh, look, we are talking insurance again. It's like second time around. We didn't learn our lesson the first time, did we? <laughs> Uh, but it's a really important topic, isn't it? And uh, you know, we've got someone who really does know about insurance specifically for tradies because that's all they do. That's right. And it's something we hear all the time, complaining about their insurance and having to pay it. So we thought it'd be good to get somebody on that knows about it, how to save on it, and, and the best thing that is for the industry. And we get that you know you need insurance. So uh, you know we bang on about it, and I'm sure you've heard it plenty of times sitting there listening to this show. So we wanted to really focus today on some ways to get it right uh, and to maybe find some ways to save some money on it so you can get covered for a little bit less. And there's a couple of really cool things that I didn't, didn't even know about, actually, uh, some insurance policies that you can get to really make sure you're protected out there. That's right. So I really hope you enjoy our episode today with Ross Forbes from Tradeshaw. Let's get into it. So welcome to the Tradies Business Show, Ross Forbes from Tradeshaw. Thanks, Warwick, and congratulations on for you and Michaela for doing a great job for Tradies. I hope they all benefit. Great. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, mate. We're certainly getting some positive feedback. So, Ross, tell us a little more about yourself and uh, about Tradeshaw, how you got started, and maybe a bit more about the business. Uh, Warwick, well, actually, I've been in this business a long time, but we decided, I've been over 30 years in the same business, but we actually decided to specialise in insurance for uh, subcontractors because, one, there's a whole lot of subcontractors in our area, but we could really f see that was a need for what we would, for that particular niche in the market. Not only that we could sell them insurance, but someone to actually look after, after them and specialise in the, their insurance needs. Cool. And uh, you were one of the pioneers in the industry, certainly. Uh, have you seen more players into the market and, and uh, what's been your experience with that? Well, certainly more players into the market. I mean, the good thing for us is they're always chasing us. I mean, being in first and being what we class ourselves as the market leader is a great thing um, because we do things and then everyone else tends to follow. So there's been a bit of joy for us and I suppose a bit of recognition in that regard. 
And so how's the business grown over the few years since you've started? What changes have you seen in the industry? Well, Macal has been, well, the business has grown a lot. I mean, you could think we had no tradies seven years ago and now we've got, I think we come to 10,000 policies at the end of this month, which my staff keep reminding me about because they're in for a bit of a celebration and a, <laughs> and a, and a beer on a Friday night. But we're, <laughs> well, I mean, they've earned it. They do a great job and they, they are dedicated to, to uh, helping tradies, which is fantastic. So that's where we're 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 up to at the moment. Right. And often insurance is a reluctant purchase, but a necessary purchase for most businesses. What uh, why should tradies have this insurance and and what peace of mind will it give them? Okay, Michaela, this might surprise you, but we really get that they don't really want to buy it much at all. <laughs> get out of here, really? Everyone <laughs> loves insurance, don't they, Ross? <laughs> and I get that they're probably not going to park their car out the side of the Hungry Jacks or something looking forward to a purchase. But we also understand how necessary it is for them. And insurance, a lot of the guys buy it because they've been told to buy it by their builder or by their contractor or whatever. But it's really the wrong reason. Particularly things like public liabilities, there to protect them and their assets. So if someone sued them for injury or um, damage to property, and you know how the legal fraternity go with those sort of things these days, there is some protection. Well, there's not some, but they're protected by their public liability policy. And I know something that you do that makes it easier for them is the pay-by-the-month scenarios. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of people have paid by the month, but ours is actually exactly the same price. There's no extra to pay it monthly because um, we realised that most tradies preferred that. Um, something like 99% of our total trade book is paid by the month at no extra cost because it suits them. You know, they have their fuel bill monthly. They've often got their material bill monthly, whatever. And it just it's it's just a monthly amount. It's simple to administer. And we always keep a check on it anyway. For instance, if it went off the rails, we'd let them know. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a good way for budgeting and cash flow is to have that broken down. And the the thing about paying by the month as well, Ross, is uh, – you know, if for uh, any really unforeseen reason they miss a monthly payment, uh, the policy doesn't lapse, does it? No, it doesn't. Actually, we've got a situation, the insurance companies always advise us, and they never cancel the policy without letting us know. So it's, the cancellation's actually got to come from us. Yes, we've had no success with that guy, or he's not working as a trader anymore, or whatever it might be. So we're in pretty much in control of what happens, and we always let the trader know before, that actually, before any cancellation occurs. So we talk about insurance being a bit of a, a necessity or grudge purchase. I don't know. We sit here and say, you know, that's the wrong reason to have it. But uh, look, I, I, you must have some horror stories, Ross, about people who have not had cover and, and lost things or thought about it and didn't do anything about it, but it was too late. I mean... Have you got any stories that you can share with us, mate? Well, actually, just recently a guy rang me, said he wanted to insure his tools, which is, and he was, he was actually a builder, this guy. But the reason he wanted to insure his new tools because his trailer and the 30000 bucks worth of tools got knocked off the week before. Mm. So they're the sort of stories that we find, you know, there is an avenue there and there, there really isn't much of an excuse because the cost of doing that is actually fairly competitive, more competitive than it used to be. And it's a really up. To, to tradies to take responsibility for that and insurance is one way of doing it. So just to give us an idea, what kind of tools insurance, what would that be worth? Well, surprisingly, it's a lot cheaper than it used to be, as I've mentioned, but generally speaking, it's a bit just a bit over $30 a thousand per year. So, for instance, something like $10,000 worth of tools, I think our um, our annual premium is about $330 a year. So just divide that by 12 and you've got your monthly premium. Yeah, and a couple of years ago, it used to be more than that, wasn't it? Yeah, well, when we entered the market, it was certainly more than that. It was probably double that. 
Yeah. Um, so what we did, we refined the cover a little bit just to cover the main things and not and take out some of the covers the insurance company give you that they're never likely to pay out on. Um, and we approached them and came up with a, what we call a, a solution that would suit the client. Yeah. I mean, that's how it's going to work because if the client's not, not going to work for them, there's not going to be anyone going to purchase the product anyway. Yeah, and traders like to know that businesses understand how they work and how they operate and what they really need. So as advisors, you're able to offer that specialty service for things like their insurance. Yeah, absolutely. And we've been doing it you know, for that long now that we really got a handle on it. We know what they need when it comes claim time. It really, you know, it does flow surprisingly quickly. And sure, our phone rung, rings from you know, this morning, I got my first call up past five. But that's part of what we do is that someone needed some insurance to get on site. Um, we didn't give it to them up past five, by the way, but we got it, we got it to them about eight. 30 but it's still it was it's a facility that you're probably not going to get anywhere else yeah and that's one of the things about um, dealing with someone that is an advisor rather than directly with the insurance companies is uh, you guys literally go into bat for your clients don't you absolutely that's we look at that as as a really important part of our job not just something we do and and so come claim time you know it's it's not something that we necessarily want to experience and uh, I know our listeners don't want to have anything knocked off uh, but if they did have to make a claim you guys are actually uh, you know it sounds like a bit of us and them mentality but you're working for your clients aren't you? Well, yeah. Not from the I mean, well, that's right. I mean, technically speaking, we, we're authorised representatives for the insurer, but our client is obviously the person who pays us, and they got our, our best interests at heart. Um, we've had a claim recently. Well, yesterday I was in um, Brisbane negotiating with the insurer on a settlement, but it was over a million dollar claim uh, on a tradie. So, you know, they do happen. And of course, tradies think it's not going to be them, but you know, a simple claim where a kid got impaled on a uh, piece of steel sticking up from a construction site, a kid shouldn't have been there, all that sort of stuff. Stuff, but the solicitors got a hold of it and now you've got a million dollar claim on your hand. Yeah. And often going through an advisor as opposed to directly to an insurance agent, obviously you can get something often cheaper than they can going direct. Well, yeah, we like to think so. Yeah. Uh, but And price is important. We really get that. But we also enter the full service and, and giving them advice around the insurance that they should have. And also one of the things we do is we actually tell them what they haven't got because then they can establish for themselves what risks they're covering. So we like to, them to know that they don't have to take out insurance to do that, but we try to give them a full picture on where they stand. So it raises a question of, I guess, reviewing what you've got. You know, if, if I'm a tradie and I've got insurance cover, uh, I've probably just tuned out from this show because I'm thinking, <laughs> well, I'm already sorted. You know, I've, I've uh, got cover in place. I've done it direct with an insurance company. But um, you were saying earlier, Ross, there's, there's actually value in reviewing it, isn't there? Yeah, there is. I mean, we review it with our clients regularly, uh, which is keep them up to date because there's nothing worse than doing the insurance and then find because they didn't do something or they weren't aware of something that they're not covered for a claim. And we're so we're right onto them in terms of keeping those sort of things updated. Um, you know, there's there's a whole raft of things going that, but they're usually a five minute conversation. You know, once a year, it doesn't take much. So I guess you deal with a, a lot of tradies yourselves, but also you would hear a lot of gripes about the industry. What's some of the things that you hear out there? <laughs> well, Michaela, I, I don't want to criticise tradies, of course, because I know, I know how great they are. We're here, to, are, help. We're here but, to help. But I've heard a few stories, and I suppose the, the most common gripe we, we come across is that they, they don't get back to clients when they don't turn up. There's no, no doubt because people are often sitting there waiting or they're going to get back to them and they don't, or and they leave things to the last minute, and of course, 
course, the longer they leave it, basically for the customer, which they've got to understand, the worse it gets. So my when something goes wrong, and it doesn't always go right, but people are generally forgiving, providing you get on to them and say, listen, I'm sorry, I can't get there at 10 o'clock. They're really understanding. But if you don't contact them, the consequences probably aren't all that flash. What what's some of the biggest, uh, I suppose, challenges you see your clients facing? You mentioned earlier, you know, you guys are about to approach 10,000 um, policies out there. You're dealing with a lot of tradies on a regular basis. Um, what's some of the common mistakes, perhaps, you see tradies making in their businesses? Well, I think part of the well, what we're talking about here today, I think, if I had one advice to some tradies is that they don't see themselves as a business. And I've got news for you guys and girls out there. The B in your ABN stands for business. And really what I'd really encourage you to do is look at yourself as business people and not just the tradie who goes to work at you know 6.30 in the morning and comes home at 4 in the afternoon. I mean, there's a lot more to And the smart tradies are the ones who are going to who grab hold of this, who have websites, who have all the modern, you know, modern business facilities that are available to them who will go ahead. And I know it's a bit of a pain. And at my age, it's more of a pain, I can tell you. <laughs> However, but, you know, that's what they really do. They need to view themselves as a business and act like a business. When did that happen for you, Ross? I mean, you've been in business for a number of years now, but, uh, you know, I'll be really uh, facetious here, mate, and say, <laughs> if you can remember back that far, mate. <laughs> well, it wasn't last week, and that's about as far back as I can remember. <laughs> when when did that shift take place for you, and, and uh, kind of what, what was the cause of that shift for you? Well, I think... Um, for me, I always I work for somebody else, like a lot of people. But I wanted to be in business, and I wanted to make a difference by being in business as well. Not only to my own family and and our own financial situation, but to the people I looked after. And I think it just it, I come. I'm lucky. I come from a a great family who have been helping a lot of people for many many years. So it was always going to happen for me, and I didn't really have to make a decision about it. It just occurred. But you know, I think once you make the decision, and I think. It's always sometimes almost a little bit frightening, but once you make the decision, it's never as hard as you think. I mean, when you bought your first home and you got a mortgage, you didn't know how you're going to pay it, and a couple of years later, you said, "Gee, that was easy." Well, it's not much difference to being in business, but the other thing is you've got to keep up to date with current business trends and demands. Yeah, and so what's uh a risk that you've taken in business because we're always saying that you know it's important to get out of your comfort zone and to grow the business so what's some of the risks that you've taken well probably the biggest risk that I took was when I came home and told my wife we're selling the house uh, <laughs> so yeah the look in her eyes told me she probably wasn't all that happy with that but you know it was just a matter of being confident because I said you know and I did say to her, we'll get another house it's going to take a couple of years but we will and that's exactly what occurred so it's about backing yourself and if you know you can do it you know my advice to people is have a go yeah and uh, often those risks pay off uh, big time as well I, I, I want to just backtrack a little bit and talk about uh, some really exciting specific insurance <laughs> stuff uh, but look it's it's something that I see a lot of uh, tradies just aren't aware of some of the things that are available I know we've talked about um, tool cover uh, but there's another another one in particular, Contract Works Cover, that um, I think is really important for for our listeners to find out a bit more about. Ross, so can you tell us about that, mate? Yeah, actually, we've we did a bit of market research. We were lucky enough; all the builders were referring a lot of the subbies to us because they needed insurance to start work. But we really had not much of an offering from the builders themselves. Um, we had, you know, they could do their tools and their vehicles, but we looked at the Contract Works, and we've actually come up with a really competitive premium for Contract Works. 
And unlike anywhere else we can find in Australia, an annual contract works policy with us can be paid monthly at no extra cost. So they avoid either a one-up one uh, premium, which often affects their cash flow, or a lot of uh, brokers particularly will finance their premium, which costs them probably an extra 10 or 15%. Uh, for Trachor, we just, once again, divide by 12 and away you go, and we can't find anyone else in Australia who's doing that. And so that cover is important for, for what sort of situations? Well, for the annual cop, for small builders as well as big builders, I mean, it'll cover all the work from when they start it. They don't have to notify us. It's all automatically covered. Um, there's some things around that where we give them the information to make sure that they're covered all the time. But any contract they start within that 12 months of the policy is automatically picked up by that policy. So, Ross, what's next for yourself and Tradeshore and the team, mate? What are the plans in the wings? Well, the plans are to keep doing what we're doing a lot of and actually to grow the business and get more tradies. So that's our, always our number one priority. But we're also um, streamlining our uh, computer system to make sure that they can buy it over online much easier than it has been in the past. Uh, we always like a conversation with them as well, even if they do that, but that's going to make it easier for them. And we're also currently with our marketing people also trying to get some stuff on our website, which will be information from them, which is not insurance related, but might help them in their business. And this is what you guys are doing. I suppose it's part of that. Great. So how can um, people find out more about TradeShaw and do you have any special offers that you can offer our listeners? Yeah, well, there's a couple of the best way to contact Tradeshore is just go to the website at uh, tradeshore.com.au, which has all relevant information and all the everything that you're going to need, where our phone numbers and everything are there as well. Um, but we have got uh, some offers if they're if they're interested. But a couple of those offers are always they're going to be current and they're going to be current for the next twelve months. So you can run with those, and they are will review your current insurances just at no obligation if they're really good and we say look you know you're not going to do any better than this we'll advise you to pay them don't change um, but we've also got a 20% off our travel insurance through the other side of our business which is the business side so if they ring even ring our trade show number they'll get 20% off all travel insurance that they do which will cover them uh, here and overseas Nice. So for the next surf trip to Bali, uh, <laughs> make sure you get, get hold of Ross first. Yeah, well, that's it. Actually, one thing about that travel insurance, where if I could say something, is that a lot of people, when they hire cars, they pay a little bit of money extra. So they pay them 30 bucks to cover the excess. Well, the travel insurance automatically covers that. So you don't have to take, pay that money. So we've actually got some people who just take the travel insurance out because they hire cars regularly just to, so they don't have to pay the 30 bucks every time they hire one. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Good tip. There you go. It was worth uh, <laughs> listening to that whole episode about insurance just to find out how you can save on rental cars next time. <laughs> well, look, uh, it's been great having you in the studio, Ross. I know we could talk for hours about insurance and put everyone to sleep. But, um, look, it is it is a really important thing to have. And, you know, um, we talk on the show about protecting the things that are important to us and one of those is our capacity to earn an income uh, in our businesses so um, you know for for the cost of a carton of beer a month uh, you know you can make sure that you're back on the ground and running in less than a week in some cases uh, if, if things do go amiss so um, mate thanks for coming in the studio and uh, all the best with uh, hitting 10,000 and planning the celebration fantastic Warwick I hope you guys have, and everyone else out there has a great 2015 much great. appreciated well. thanks Cheers, mate. So there you have it, perhaps the uh, second driest topic known to man. I don't know what the first the is. First? But <laughs> I just thought I'd leave some room for improvement there. Um, but yeah, look, it is it is a really important topic and I know we bang on about it. And even more important than that is making sure that you get it reviewed regularly because you could actually save yourself some money and not be spending money on insurance as much as you hate it that is not really going to do anything for that's you. That's right. And also save money on your car hire when you're on holiday. So who wouldn't want that? 
bonus. Uh, and make sure you hit the show page, tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash 25. And uh, there'll be a couple of links there to take advantage of that cheaper travel insurance. So the next time you go to Bali and, and uh, get Bali belly and have to be <laughs> airlifted back to Australia, you can save some money. But certainly that car uh, insurance premium thing, that was a bit of an eye-opener too. And also worth getting a free review of your insurance just to see where you sit and maybe you're okay, but maybe you're not. So you've got nothing to lose. And it costs nothing, as, as we said. So um, thanks again to Ross for coming in. Uh, and Michaela, you're going to... Read out a couple of reviews. We're getting some loving on iTunes, which is exciting. We are. And as wanky as this <laughs> may sound, uh, we do want to share the reviews with our listeners, and we, we do need your help to get the word out and make sure tradies everywhere um, find out about the show and get some of the great resources that uh, our, our guests are sharing. So uh, let's go, Michaela. What do we got? First one is Kylie, and she says we're a breath of fresh air. Mm. Finally, practical advice for tradies and their wives. Blooming heck, that's gold. <laughs> I haven't even said that yet. What's going on? <laughs> I thought the ockerisms were, uh, were my domain. That's right. And also from Miss Kim OJ, love this absolute goal for tradies. Again, we're, we're hitting the gold, gold mark, but relevant for a lot of small businesses, and she can't wait to hear more. So it's really nice to hear we're, we're kind of helping. Good stuff. So make sure you hit uh, our iTunes page and uh, go and leave us a review. Click the star rating. Send us some love. Leave us a voicemail on the website. Just give us some feedback. I mean, we can only get better through feedback. Isn't that right? That's right. And, you know, we, we want to make sure there is actually people out there actually listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But uh, great to, to see some reviews there. So, again, uh, check out the show page, tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash 25 for today's episode. And we look forward to uh, talking to you again on the flip side. Bye. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.